Welcome back to episode 37 of the Wedding Photo Podcast. Uh, Before we get started, if you guys have been enjoying this podcast, uh, you guys are supporters of the podcast. If you haven't already, uh, if you'll scroll down to the bottom, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and leave me a five-star rating, leave me a review. Uh, The review and the rating helps other people find this podcast. So if you're enjoying this, if you're enjoying what we're doing over here, do me a favor, do that to help support the podcast. And as you all know, if you want to reach out to me to ask me some questions or there's a topic that you want to hear about on the podcast, you can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can also find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. And now you can also join the Facebook group for this podcast. All the links are in the show notes. Uh, so go over there, head on over to the Facebook group. Definitely looking forward to that community growing as uh, I continue to record more episodes of the podcast. Um, one of the things that I tried this last week, uh, I think I'm going to be doing some more of these, but I went on Instagram and uh, I went I went live on Instagram. We're almost done finishing up all our current work. Uh, I mean, right now we're basically uh, working on family sessions that we're shooting every week. So we're pretty much done with all of our weddings uh, and turning everything in right now. Now that we've kind of met all our deadlines and things are kind of cooling down and, you know, we're not just kind of stuck editing every day. Uh, we're using the opportunity that we have right now to start working on things like rebranding, um, looking at how our pricing went this last year to see if we want to make any changes and just really think about um, how our business is doing and what we plan on doing uh, this next year and getting ready for the upcoming season. Uh, So one of the things that I did this last week was I, I sat down and looked at our contract to see if there was any revisions that we wanted made. I made a ton of revisions. I added some stuff that we didn't have on there already. Uh, one of the big things that I did was added more stuff uh, for our videography because last year was the first year that we actually, you know, went full blown uh, videography and did some wedding films. We did a couple the year one or two years before, but last year was our first year where we actually had a, a, a set of films to do. And I added things to our contracts for filming, but I didn't have it already laid out in our contract. I had to add them, you know, after the fact. Uh, So I sat down last week and I revised our contract, uh, sent it out for um, our lawyers to have a look. And then once we get it back, that'll be our updated uh, contract. Uh, But what I did is I went on Instagram live to talk about contracts, talk about some of the things that um, I brought up on an episode about contracts. Uh, if you scroll down and look for that, you can find an episode where I, all I did was talk about contracts. But I went on Instagram Live to talk about it and to ta- and to make an announcement about how I'm going to try to get on uh, Instagram Live maybe once a week uh, to talk about uh, a couple topics, 
you know, maybe like a shorter version of this podcast, but on Instagram. Uh, I've got a couple ideas for that. So if that's something you guys are interested, um, reach out to me. Let me know. Let me know if you guys have some some ideas and uh, and if you guys want to see more of that on Instagram. So um, I'll be kind of playing around with that more. Uh, I think this next time I'll actually make an announcement of when I'm going to go live. That way you guys are able to look forward to that. So make sure you guys follow uh, the podcast on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by IE Photo Rentals. If you guys don't already know, IE Photo Rentals is a rental house located in Pomona, California. They have everything that you need uh, for your next wedding, for your next photo shoot, uh, for your next video shoot. They have cameras, lighting, uh, audio, uh, video equipment. They got everything that you need for your next shoot. And if you go in there and rent some equipment, they'll actually give you 10% off of your next rental for mentioning this podcast. So thank you, iPhoto Rentals, for doing that. Um, they're really great. They're always running specials. It is the holidays, so they do have specials going on. I think they just announced this week that for Christmas week, they're going to be having a 30% off special off of your rentals. So uh, go on their website, iPhotoRentals.com, uh, to, to be able to see what they have. Go ahead and walk in. They'll pull out equipment for you for you to look at and uh, rent some stuff uh, for your next shoot. My guess guest on the podcast today is a really close friend of mine. Uh, Gustavo and I have been friends ever since college. We met in college, uh, him and our friend JP and myself. We actually got together and started a small little production group. And at our college, we would actually work with other um, students who were putting together uh, feature films and commercials and those sorts of things and we would actually produce those projects for them and I mentioned on the podcast we went to film school so that's that's where we all met uh, but we've been friends since after we graduated uh, we actually moved in together we were living in uh, North Hollywood for a little while and then eventually we kind of moved on to our career career paths. Um, Gustavo is living in, in El Paso, Texas. He works for a news station there as one of their editors. And more recently, he's been focusing uh, on photography. And uh, he recently had the opportunity to photograph a wedding. And this was the first wedding he's ever photographed. He's, he's uh, you know, as far as I know, up to this point, he's never really been involved in weddings or anything like that him and I have been talking back and forth he's been asking for some advice you know he's reached out to a couple of his friends to to get some ideas on what to expect and he went and uh, shot his first wedding so he agreed to come on the podcast and talk about his experience first time shooting a wedding you know without any experience prior to this and it was really great just to have him on to talk about it uh, I think this is a really really cool perspective you know someone who didn't even necessarily have uh, that that much of an interest in getting into wedding photography but he himself got to see uh, what it's like to be in the world of wedding photography and uh, hopefully he he's interested in doing some more of that so he came on the episode to talk about um, his experience as a wedding photographer for the first time so without any further ado i present to you gustavo caravel So this is uh this was your first wedding ever? Yes. 
first wedding ever. And, uh... Well, remember, I, I did shoot uh, a, a wedding uh, about a month ago, video. You did video so, for a wedding. That was your first time. I talked about that on the that podcast, too. Um, so that was your first experience, like, actually being at a wedding doing a job, right? Yes, correct. But this was your first time actually photographing a wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, before we get into that, um, I already obviously already know who you are, but uh, for my listeners, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Um, well, my name is Gustavo Garavel. Uh I live in El Paso, Texas. I work at a TV station where I shoot commercials. Uh, shoot, edit commercials, and I guess on the side, I've started to freelance, and that's pretty much it. That's what I do. And you've mostly been doing like, uh, like, kind of like editorial style photos up until yes. now, right? Yeah. Yeah, portraits. Um, I've done a lot of like, uh, I'm starting to do a lot more like family portraits. Like, uh, I I have done engagement photos. Um, but never have I have I ever shot like a wedding, or nor did I ever think I was ever going to shoot a wedding. So you haven't you haven't thought about like doing weddings yourself. I mean, there's always that there there was always like a thought like okay like maybe I could be interested in the future only because like you know I'm friends with you, and it seems like a natural progression that like okay like it doesn't seem like it's such a bad deal the way you explain things and the way you make it sound like so i always thought like you know maybe if the right time comes along and i feel comfortable with the bride and groom then maybe i would take the chance i mean there's i hate to say it but there's more money in that than you know some jobs so i always thought like you know if the right time comes along and if i need some extra cash like sure why not and how did you how did you come across this wedding? This one was uh, so I worked with the bride um, when I got hired at the TV station that I work at right now. She trained me on how to run the floor, you know, how to do cameras and how to edit. Uh, and so when I met her five years ago, I think she was talking about getting married or she was already engaged. And so she had moved with her husband or her fiance. Uh, she moved to San Antonio uh, about like three years ago. And so I guess she we never really talked about it. Like, I think at the time when I met her, I was talking about like doing photography you know, talking about like, you know, getting into portraits or freelancing, you know, mainly doing commercials or music videos. And so I guess she continued to follow me through Instagram and Facebook. And I think about like six months ago, she reached out and said, hey, I'm coming back to El Paso. Um, I know you've never done a wedding, but, you know, I don't have a lot of money. Uh, Would you be interested in doing it? And initially, when she asked me, I was like, oh, my God, like, can I do this? You know, at that point, I've never done anything like that. Yeah. You know, and so I remember, like, I called you, you know, my friend. And I thought, like, OK, like, maybe if I talk to you, maybe you could kind of give me some advice. You know, I mean, 
my biggest fear really when it comes to like shooting like a wedding or something like that is not being prepared or not knowing what you're doing. And I mean, it's that person's like biggest day, you know, like, and so like I was worried about it. And so when she asked me, I said, no. And I think she responded like, Hey, you know, just think about it. You know, I know you haven't shot any weddings. If you, want to take a day or two so she knew Um, she knew this was your first wedding yes or this would be your first wedding yes at the time yes it would be my first wedding and did you say anything to like uh well i mean right off the bat you 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 told her you didn't really want to take it on or did you tell her that you just like think about it i told her i was leaning towards no uh Oh, so you didn't, even, didn't, you didn't even really want to do it at first then. No, I didn't at the time. Like, I just, I mean, I don't even think I had the right gear uh, to even shoot a wedding. I mean, at the time, I only had a, a Canon 6D. I didn't have a flash. And I had, like, a 50 millimeter and an 85 millimeter. And, of course, you, you know, like, I think everybody knows, I feel like, at this point, like, you need something wider, like a, a 35 and so, like, I was like, okay, will I have the right gear? Even if I decided, if if I told her yes, would I have the right gear? But when did you tell, so when did you tell her that you would be interested in doing it? I then? think, like, okay, like a, a week after, after I initially said no, mm-hmm. um, she messaged me again and was like, look, have you thought about it? And that's when I was like, okay, let's do it. I talked to you and I got a good, some really good advice from you and... I remember thinking like, okay, if this is going to be something I'm in, I'm going to get into, this is probably the best wedding I could shoot just because it's going to be smaller. I know the bride for five years and she knows it's my first wedding. And so that's what happened. I said yes. And we stayed in contact um, for, you know, every couple of weeks or every other month she would, you know, message me like, hey, this is where I'm going to shoot or this is where I'm going to get married. This is where I'm going to have the reception. You know, like, do you have any questions? And that's what happened. So she was she was constantly in contact with you about it. Yes. More so. I feel bad now now that I think about it. Like, I feel like she was more in contact with me than I was with her. Yeah. Just because I kept thinking, like, you know, maybe this isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Like. (laughs) Like, part of me was like, man, like... Maybe she'll forget. <laughs> she'll forget that, and then I'll be off the hook, and I'll never yeah. have to do a wedding. Like, yeah. I'll be like, it's destiny. You know, fate has told me, like, I shouldn't get into weddings. Well, you were kind of preparing, though, because, I mean, over the last couple months, I mean, you've been doing a bunch of shoots, and uh, I remember when you were, like, slowly buying equipment, some of the stuff that you bought, were kind of in you had you had in the back of your head like this would also work if if I did shoot a wedding. I remember you telling me that. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. after I like thought about it and I said yes to her, then that's when I sat down and said, okay, like I should start investing in certain gear that I know that could help me not only shoot events or weddings or family portraits, you know, but also like if I do decide to like pursue this like you know become a wedding photographer yeah then i would be able to i would be able to like go into that so what did you end up in like investing in uh for this wedding okay so for this wedding um luckily i got some other 
you know, side jobs, and I was able to make enough money to buy uh, a Canon 5D Mark III. So once I bought that camera, then I talked to you and I researched online, and everybody was like, oh, a 35 millimeters, the best lens for weddings. So then because, uh, because I read that, uh, I decided to buy a 24 to 35 Sigma art lens, yeah. which I feel like even if you don't get into weddings, like, and if you do like portraits or family portraits or engagement photos or couples portraits, like, I feel like that lens is like amazing. It's a good all around lens. I mean, uh, that's, that's the lens that Maria uses when, when she's, uh, when her and I are shooting a <laughs> wedding together. Cause you know, before she, we would rent out like a 24 and a 35 and then when the Sigma art came out, I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's F2, 24 to 35. Like it, it gives you just about everything you want for wide. You can do super wide shots or just keep it at 35 and do everything else that you need. No, exactly. Yeah. And even though like, you know, right now, I don't know if I'll do any more weddings or not, but I feel like that's a lens that I definitely feel like I should have in my arsenal. Yeah. But after that, then I invested in a flash, of course. Um, and then and I bought some, like, a dual strap, leather strap for both my 6D and my 5D Mark III. Yeah. And I bought extra memory cards. Pretty much the only thing I bought. So, I okay, so you, you said you, you agreed to the wedding and you started making all these investment, investments. But what were you worried about leading up to the wedding? Like the most, what were you worried about the most? Um, I think my biggest worry was, I guess, not doing a good job. Um, it's such a big day for, you know, the family and the bride and groom. You know, it's, I guess, not knowing where to be or doing or knowing what time I should be doing certain things, yeah. you know, and then I miss out on certain things. You know, that's that was really my biggest fear. You know, once I had the gear, I was like, okay, you know, do I know enough about like a Catholic wedding? You know, how, you know, at what point do they do this and that? Or, you know, also the lingo. Um, I remember like, you know, listening to your podcasts and there's certain things that you would say and I'd be like, well, what does that mean? Like, so I had to like talk to you and talk to other people that I knew and research it just so I knew, you know, how I should talk to the bride or groom. Because yeah. I know they probably talk to other photographers. And because I know, you know, in the week or two that I was like probably, you know, not, you know, saying yes or not being, you know, I wanted to be like the guy in charge, you know, for shooting the wedding. I wanted to be and be like, hey, this is the time we do family portraits. You know, after this, you know, we're going to do romantics, you know. And once I think that was my biggest fear, like not understanding how a wedding goes. Therefore, me not being able to do a good job. Yeah. And you said you did uh, like a week prior, you shot your first wedding film. Um which I think is like would have been even harder. <laughs> uh, but you said you shot your your first wedding film. 
And I, I did talk about a little bit about that wedding on a previous podcast because you had a, a pretty crazy day that day. But as far as like, you know, preparing for this wedding to do wedding photography, what what, what did you take away from from shooting that that wedding? Um, well, first of all, <laughs> I still think shooting like a, a film, a, video, a wedding film is a, is a lot easier yeah. for me. I don't know what it is. It, whether it's because you know we went to film school, you know, and I do shoot commercials like well, every it's true. day. Yeah, I guess you are more comfortable behind video rather than photo, huh? So yeah, so really, what I learned from that one was I watched the photographer uh, do his thing, and that was the first time I've you know shooting a wedding, like you know, seeing how everything goes and what he would say to the bride and groom or the family members. So I'm lucky that I was able to, I guess, pretty much follow, you know, a full-time wedding photographer yeah. and his assistant. Yeah. And so that's, if it wasn't for that, I think uh, I would have been a little bit more nervous, but because I watched him, you know, all day and I did ask, you know, a question here and there when we weren't really doing anything. What kind of questions did you I, ask him? Um, just like his gear, I was like more, I was interested in like the gear he was using, you know, just cause like, you know, it seems like everybody's like, Oh, you know, I use like a, a 35 millimeter and I think he was using like a, well, he had two cameras. He had, you know, he did have a wider lens and then he also had like a, a 20, a 70 to 200 just watching him. That's the only thing I learned. I yeah. learned a lot from watching him and talking to you. Yeah. And, um, did you did you ask him for any other like advice when you were like at the reception or anything like that? Mm, you know what? The funny thing is, uh, I think I was embarrassed to ask him too many questions because <laughs> I think he thought I was like this, you know, this wedding, you know, videographer or filmmaker that's done like hundreds of weddings. Because I remember says- asking. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't want to be like, oh, by the way, like this is my first wedding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, so he assumed you were already a working yeah. wedding video. Yeah, he, <laughs> and because like you know, I talking to you and listening to your podcast, I remember thinking like I understand some, I understand some of the lingo. Yeah. And so like I would, I was able to kind of be like, yes, you know, this is you're shooting the romantics. That's cool. Like okay, like if I didn't know that, I would have been like, what are you talking about? Like, and no, but because he thought I was like this you know, filmmaker that's done it before, I didn't really try to ask too many questions just because I didn't want him to think like, oh, this guy's an amateur. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want him getting in my way. So you walked away from that wedding feeling a little bit more comfortable about this next wedding, right? Yes. Only because I was able to watch him and I guess take like mental notes. And I mean, seeing a, a wedding photographer like uh deal with certain situations i think that's like a a good thing to do uh i remember like uh when we were talking you know maria had said like oh gustavo should be a second shooter first before he takes on like you know a wedding yeah and so i remember like that kind of like made me think a lot you know and so like uh because i've never shot a wedding before i kind of took that opportunity to kind of like follow him around, you know, ask him, you know, <laughs> question here and there and just like watch him, you know, how he interacted with, you know, 
the people, you know, how he would set up like a shoot or like a, you know, we went to a location like uh, here in El Paso called Scenic Drive. Yeah. And you could see the entire city, like the entire downtown. And just kind of watching him like, you know, give direction, you know, because I, you know, when I shoot portraits, like it's different, you know, you're with the model and there isn't really that much of a, you know, there isn't a lot of pressure as far as like time, you know, unless you're shooting like sunrise or sunset. But, you know, early in the morning, you know, you do have the time to kind of sit with the model. And if you feel that they're nervous, you know, talk to them, ask them about stuff. And I feel like when it comes to weddings, like you don't really have that much time. Like, I mean, I've only done two weddings, but in the two times that I've done it, like it just feels like, okay, if you're going to do family portraits, you know, right after the ceremony, you know, you should do it in like, you know, 45 minutes because then right after that, you know, you go into romantics. And so there isn't like, oh, you know, maybe if you angle your face this way or your body this way, like, I mean, you still try to do that stuff, but I mean, you know, I still try to like organize the family and be like, can you stand this way? You know, mom, can you be over here? You know, aunt and uncle over here. Yeah. But like, it's such a different, like, you know, I guess the work is so different for me. There's a different pace to it. Cause you're, exactly. Cause you're on a schedule rather than, when you're doing like uh, editorial work like you do, I mean, I'm sure you have, you know, as much time as you want. Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, sometimes like I've, there's certain models that I work with, you know, where they're, they don't even need to be told anything. They're just ready to go. Yeah. You know, we show up, <clears throat> we do it. We're done in like, you know, 30 minutes. And there's other models that I've worked with that haven't really done a lot of modeling. And then, so then I have to sit with them and kind of talk to them, you know, ask them about something about their lives. And then when they're relaxing, that's when I started kind of taking photos here and there. But obviously with weddings, like there isn't a lot of time for anything. And most of the time, the brides don't necessarily have a history in modeling. And, exactly. And you may not have the same amount of time for them to get comfortable well, I mean, I think that requires yes. a different strategy. You have to know how to get them comfortable. But like, like for me, I think getting the bride comfortable with you comes way before the actual wedding day, you know? And so, that actually, that's a very good point. Yeah. Did you, um, you said you ended up doing, I know this was like a little different situation, but did you end up doing the engagement sessions with them before the wedding? Yeah, that's, see, that was the interesting thing about this wedding was... Yeah. Uh, when we were talking about, or when I was talking to her about doing the wedding, the scheduling changed. You know, this wedding, I was gonna, sh this was gonna happen like in the beginning of November, yeah. and she was gonna fly out here, and we were gonna do engagement photos. But because of, I guess, whether the money or her finances or whatever, but so it got pushed back to uh, December. So when she asked me like, Hey, are we still doing engagement photos? You know, I was like, well, we're doing engagement photos like two days before the wedding. I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea. But then I, then because of, I guess I, well, because like I wasn't comfortable, you know, I was so nervous about doing the wedding. I thought, you know what, this is a good opportunity for me, even though I've known her for five years. Um, it's still a good opportunity for me to like, I guess, catch up with her, 
you know, talk to her about certain things, you know, about scheduling, you know, how we were going to do, you know, how we were going to shoot certain things about family yeah. portraits. And so I, I took that opportunity to like, I guess, you know, meet up with them, do an engagement session, you know, meet the groom and, you know, get comfortable around them and for them to get comfortable around me. So, you know, after that engagement session, I walked away thinking, okay, like I'm still nervous, but I'm more confident, you know, because we did talk about like little things here and there and they were able to see that like, oh, he's serious about it. You know, he's in charge, even though it's his first wedding, like he's taking the initiative to like, you know, look at the schedule and give like advice here, you know. So it was like a different situation. I guess some people might think it's weird, but I, it was fun, you know. Well, I think you, I think that was still a smart move because I mean, even though the, the engagement session was so close to the wedding, yeah, uh, that still allowed you some extra time to gain the bride's confidence, which it sounds like you did. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, I think I told one of my friends here at, uh, that I was, and he's done weddings. And I told him, hey, you know, I'm doing engagement photos like three days before the wedding. And even he was like, really? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why even do it? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like I have to. I want to meet the groom. You know, I know the bride. And I've known her for five years, but I still want to talk to them. And, you know, maybe it's because I'm still nervous, you know, but I want to do a good job. And maybe if I talk to them and we kind of like catch up you know then we'll all feel more comfortable and if there's maybe she might have a question here and there so i thought it was a good move and no. i'm glad you think so too yeah no i think it was a good move um you don't you don't have to tell me like how much you charge but how did you decide like how much to charge her did you charge her a lot like a typical wedding like in your area or you know if you can touch on any of that oh yeah um how did I decide? I think uh, because it was my, well, technically at that, well, when I first agreed to it, yeah, it was still my first wedding. Um, I didn't want to charge her too much just because I think that's the thing that I'm having, I guess, the most problems with is like the business side. Like, yeah. you know, because I don't do weddings often, you know, I know how much I should charge for portraits or for family portraits. Yeah. But when it comes to weddings, like, you know, there isn't for me, like, I don't know, like if there's a right number, you know, especially for a first time photographer, you know, for a wedding. And so, and she was a friend and, you know, I remember like having to sit down and kind of think about it. I think I talked to you and I talked to a couple other people, but I didn't charge her a lot. You know, it was my first time and, you know, but now I understand why, you know, wedding photographers, why they charge so much yeah. just because when you're done, you know, you're looking at over 2000 photos, you know, that you have to edit, you know, plus the wear and tear on your camera. So um, I didn't really have a number. And even now, if somebody contacted me and said, hey, would you be interested in doing a wedding? You know, I don't know if I necessarily would have a number in, in mind, but would it you know, be would it be that, more than that first one though? Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, way, 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 way more. You know, I think that like 
I don't think uh, I don't think here in El Paso. Uh, I don't know what the going rate is for a wedding, but I have I have a feeling like it's not as much as that in California. But I think I do have a number, and but that's the thing. Like it's still not a huge number, you know. Just because like I still feel like I need to learn, you know, more or gain more experience. Yeah. And I think once I have that, then. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm like a wedding photographer. I've only done two weddings. Like, I'm this good. Yeah. You know, I'm going to charge you $1,500. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can't say that until I've done at least like 10 weddings. Yeah. I mean, like with everything you do, like the more you do it, the better you get. Yeah. And until I feel like I'm good, then that's when I'll start kind of raising my price. Yeah. And and you know what? I feel like uh, that, that may come sooner than later too because – I mean, every wedding, even to this day, as long as I've been shooting weddings, every wedding is still very different and something new gets thrown at you. So you'll forever be learning something new at weddings. But um, in your case, you know, after the first few weddings, like you will have a pretty good understanding of how the day is supposed to go. So I think you'll be comfortable, like slowly raising your prices for each wedding till you, you know, reach a point that you're really comfortable with. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, you've been doing this, what, for 10 years now? Yeah, Over just 10 years? about, yeah. Just about 10 years. Like, I think, uh, you know, even when I've, I mean, I've, I've been doing photography for what? As long as I've known you, I think I started doing photography when we were, I think, in our second year of film school. Yeah, you, were, even you, then, were, like, you had a camera in front of you before I did, man. Yeah. <laughs> But even then, like, I was doing, like, uh, maybe, I don't even know what I was doing, but I was, like, taking photos of just, like, locations yeah. when we would go scout locations or, like, you know, I would do, like, headshots, I guess. Um, but even though I've been doing, like, that type of photography, I don't even think I'm, like, that good of an editorial or portrait photographer because yeah. I feel like even though I've done it for, you know, I mean, I've gone into it more now than I did when I was in film school. Or even when I was living in LA. Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, there's so much to learn, you know, and I don't know if I'll ever be good at any of this really. And I'm hoping, you know, that I do become good because I would like to, you know, do more of it and do better stuff. So, well, you know, no, I agree. We, you know, we are our own worst critic, but I can tell you, oh, and, for sure. and not just as your friend. Uh, but your, I mean, your work is already really great, man. So don't, <laughs> don't, don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> I try um, not to though. You know, I, to be honest with you, a lot of the times when I look at my stuff, I don't, I don't understand why people even like it sometimes. Yeah. And I've, I've actually been like, you know, when I go to the gym and I'm working out, like I sometimes send myself like three different versions of how I color corrected a photo. And I'll be on the stationary bike and I'll start looking at three photos of the same photos, but different like, you know, color edits. Yeah. And I'll start thinking like, which one's better? I don't know if I'm doing this or right, yeah. this or wrong. But it's really hard to, I guess, feel good about your work sometimes. I think you'd be surprised to find out that, you know, that's a pretty common feeling um, across artists in general, man, <laughs> you know. I think we all feel that way, but um, I think it's it's uh, good to feel that way too because you you'll also always want to be bettering yourself too. 
That's true. <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah. I think uh, I think the day that you, I guess, think you're good, then maybe that's a day that you stop actually trying. Yeah. You know, maybe new things or different things. Yeah. So tell us, uh, tell us how the day went, man. Um. So, I guess maybe to start off the story, I was not feeling great just because, and I never told the bride. Or the groom. Oh, you got sick a couple days ahead of time. Yes. Oh, and you know I, what I didn't talk to you about? You were actually, now that I think about it, were you like really sick during the engagement session? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, was, I haven't talked to you about that. No, no, no. I was so sick. Uh, I must have eaten something. Uh, I don't know if it was like a stomach bug or like, you know, food poisoning. Yeah. But the day, uh, I think I got sick. I start feeling sick Monday or Tuesday yeah. night. And the engagement photos were Thursday and the wedding was Saturday. Yeah. So I went home from work and I was sick all night. And the next day, uh, I really couldn't eat anything or drink anything. That was on Tuesday? Yes, that was on Tuesday. And so uh, the day that I shot the engagement photos, like – the last thing I want them to think is like, oh, my God, this guy is that sick. Yeah. You know, like because I remember thinking, like, if I'm this sick, how am I going to tell them I can't do this? <laughs> you know, I remember sitting there thinking, like, OK, I know two photographers, you know, maybe I could, you know, give them the money that I got, you know, and pay them and hopefully they take it. Yeah, that was what I was thinking of doing <laughs> just because, like, I was like, there's no way. Like, I don't know how, how I'm going to shoot this wedding like this. And so I remember like, and that's the other thing too, when, when we decided on the location for the engagement photos, it was a hike in the mountains. Like, not that it was like a major hike, but, yeah, but it for was being like, sick, I mean, it, <laughs> yes. I'm sure that was a struggle. I mean, even just, and that's the thing, like even just walking my dog was so hard just around the block. Yeah. And so I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't drink anything because everything I, I, I was eating and drinking, I was throwing up. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't want to, especially the bride and groom. And I thought, okay, let's see how I feel if I could just give them an hour of like, you know, you know, of me not throwing up, me being, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah. So if I could just do an hour with them and then come home and take some medicine, you know, then maybe I'll feel better the next day. And then hopefully the day of I'll be okay. And so I did the engagement photos. Um, I remember thinking like, wow, I'm going to faint because we're, <laughs> we're, we're hiking up like a hill. We're hiking up a hill. And the only thing I've eaten that day was crackers and like a chicken soup. Oh my God. And even when I ate that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and so I was thinking like, OK, just be cool. Like, don't let them know you're sick. You know, just be your, you know, your normal self. And so we did the engagement session and we hiked back down and i remember just like uh coming home you played it off pretty well yeah i did i don't think they no, they didn't even know i <laughs> i know they didn't know and i remember after i was done i came home and i just slept like i think that night and like the next day this and i was feeling better the day before the wedding and but i still wasn't 100 percent. i was probably 70 percent. and i thought okay i think i'll be fine you know as long as i eat something the night before you know, and then the day of, like, maybe drink some Gatorade, you know, then I'll be okay. Dude, that must have been real stressful because, I mean, that's, like, that's, like, 
you know, one of, uh, one of every wedding photographer's fears right there. And you had to deal with that for your first wedding. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, do I know any photographer, any wedding photographers that have like, gone through this? Like, I think I was going to research it, like, Google it and see, like, what they did. But then I thought, like, okay, I think I could do it. <laughs> I think even, I'm not going to lie, even if I was still sick, because she's my friend and because I agreed to it, I was going to do it. Like, there's nothing was going to stop me. You know, even if I was throwing up like every 10 minutes, you know, I wasn't going to do it in front of them. I was going to like try to do the best job I could. You were going to carry know, a barf bag with you? Yeah, I was, was going to like <laughs> sneak around the corner and just throw up every chance I had. <laughs> so, no, I mean, luckily the day of I wasn't 100 percent. I wasn't feeling great. Um, I remember thinking like maybe I should, you know, maybe I shouldn't eat anything just because like I don't want to get sick again. Yeah. But I ate a couple crackers. I think I ate some chicken soup. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And, of course, I showed up. Um, they didn't even know I was sick The, you know, for the engagement photos. And, of course, this day I think I was feeling better. So they didn't even they, – they couldn't even tell I was sick. Yeah. And so, no, I showed up. Um, I remember, like, thinking, like, you know, in my head, you know, in my head I'm thinking, like, wow, like, this is the day of, this is the first wedding, you know, hopefully I do a good job. Not only because I'm not feeling great, but because like, you know, it's my first job as a wedding photographer and I don't want to fail. Um, and I remember like playing it off. Like when I showed up, uh, it was just her and her uh, maid of honor. And I think I remember just saying, Hey guys, um, you do get ready. I will just sit here quietly and I'll take photos. Um, and I think that's how it went, like, for the first, I guess, hour or two when she was getting ready. And, you know, we talked. I mean, because I've known her for five years, you know, we talked about TV and how it was and how she was doing. Um, and then I just mainly took candid photos. You know, I remember, like, thinking, like, okay, I can't miss the rings. I can't miss the wedding dress. Like, the the shoes. Um get close-ups of this and every time you know she was talking to her maid of honor like if she would smile like i was trying to capture those moments um after that uh i remember um i think uh, i think it's like a normal thing for weddings like all of a sudden like they did they just go oh my god we have to be at the church in like 30 minutes and i'm thinking like oh god this is where like you know when i've talked to you and when I've talked to other photographers, I've I've always heard that like after the ceremony, you know, once the family portraits are done, that's when like you get to relax. So in my head, I was thinking like I just got to get to that point, <laughs> you know, hopefully I don't get sick again. If I could just get to that point, you know, if I feel like I'm doing a good job, then I could finally relax. Because like I said, my biggest fear is like not being able to do a good job. Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to lie that that's a big uh for uh, like for me that's part of like my motivation like i love being at weddings throughout the day but i i also like in my head kind of split it up into sections like i'm like all right we're we're here getting ready you know i just need to make sure i'm processing everything while i'm here until we need to leave to the church and then when we go to the ceremony same thing like i'm only in you know 
in i'm only concentrating on what we're doing there and then after the church i'm like all right we just got to do some family photos we got to do some romantics and then the rest of the day is pretty much chill you know (laughs) just taking pictures of people dancing and stuff yeah no i mean that just makes sense i mean really the family portraits that i'm not gonna lie the family portraits that's where i felt like the i guess the biggest like that's where i was like the most nervous just because like oh my god like when you have you know aunts and uncles and they're all like hugging the bride and i'm over here going like you see you know i know your friend uh you're the one of your friends that you talk about a lot you he says that or you've told me that he kind of just kind of lets them get organized yeah but i don't think i have that in me to just sit there and be like well you know hopefully you know they kind of figure it out you know like so you know i want them you know so that was my biggest you know, worry. My other biggest worry, you know, besides not doing a good job, or you was, just wanted to keep things rolling too. I'm sure. Yes, you know, I didn't want to miss an aunt and uncle like leaving, or you know, I don't know if. I mean, right now, you know, the sun goes down around four thirty-five here in El Paso. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, like I wanted to spend a lot of time doing romantics. Yeah. You know, I wanted to get the portraits done, make sure those were good, and then you know, go with the bride and groom and find like a cool little location. Cause I feel like, uh, those are for me just as important as like the family portraits and the rest of the, the photos. Um, were you able to do that? Yes. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the location, I mean, when I see photos, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and then online, like some of these photos are just like, they're in the mountains or they're in a garden and, you know, there's, like, a beach there. And I'm like, wow. Like, but this location really didn't have a lot going on. And so I remember, like, thinking, okay, like, how do I – this – I don't want to look like I'm lost here. But inside I'm freaking out. I remember, <laughs> like, you know, after the the family portraits were done, you know, they, they had a moment where, you know, she had her bridesmaids, like, uh, make sure her hair and makeup looked good. And, you know, that's when they all left and it was just me, the bride and groom. And they kind of just stopped and they looked at me and they're like, okay, let's do this. And I remember thinking like, okay, (laughs) oh my God, they're looking to me for leadership, you know, (laughs) for, and I'm thinking like, I can't just say, oh, well, there's nothing good here. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, that's the last thing I think any, you know, whether, you know, because I work in, you know, I shoot commercials. Or, you know, when you do portraits, like, I don't think the last thing you want to uh, do is not for it to look like you you don't know what's going yeah. on. Because yeah. I feel like once they feel that or they sense that, then they kind of start to kind of like question you maybe or they might feel like they might get nervous. So uh, after the ceremony was done, you know, after everybody left and it was just me, the bride and the groom, I just remember thinking like, well, Let's do this. Let's let's do the romantics. And I remember, like, I always look at other photographers and their work. And, of course, like, I get jealous sometimes. I'm not going to lie. When I see, like, these beautiful locations, you know, maybe one day I'll be able to do something like that. Um, But for this one, I remember, like, walking around uh, the church and just going, like, wow, like, there isn't a lot going on here. You know, the sun's going down, but you know, how do I make these look like amazing? And, you know, I still haven't, I've looked at the photos since then. 
and I feel like I did a decent job. Um, hopefully, you know, when this comes out, people will see the photos and think, oh, he did a hell of a job, mm. you know. Um, but, I mean, I did what I could. I think uh, I stayed – I did m- mainly close-ups just because uh, – I mean, even as a portrait photographer, I, I, I like seeing a person's face and the eyes. You know, I do wide – I do take wider shots, but I think my style is more like, you know, close up, you know, when you see the eyes, the face. The well, you're chest. a portrait photographer, so that yeah, that kind of so, makes sense. So I've had to, like, I remember like uh, thinking like, if worse comes to worse, you know, I could use my 85 millimeter. You know, I did take that lens and I could just like, you know, focus on the, on the, you know, on the bride and groom. But you know what? I think uh, I think what you touched on with looking at other photographers' work, I mean, you know, we post our best stuff. So it's easy to look to Instagram and and kind of feel jealous, you know, of other people's work. But the reality of, of, of shooting weddings is you're not always going to shoot on a mountainside cliff or, you know, in the forest somewhere or this, like, you know hundred thousand dollar venue like that's not always the case you know we, we shoot a lot of local weddings here and sometimes it's just at this little local venue or sometimes it rains outside and we can't even go outside so i mean uh, wedding photography really just comes down to like adjusting to your environment and doing the best that you can in that situation and honestly like i don't think the most brides um i think the most that they would expect is for just you to do your best with what you know you're given on that on that day so i have no doubt that you know you did the best work you could with that location and i'm sure that i haven't seen any of the photos yet but well hopefully i know i'm thinking i'll probably finish most of the photos uh in the next couple days and i don't know definitely when i'm done i'll send some your way so you could look at them I think, you should, I think you should post some to the uh, Facebook group if you're down so people can oh, yeah, actually sure. like take a look at some of the work that you did. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, yeah, no, for sure. I want, you know, feedback. I yeah. think uh, I'm always looking for feedback, yeah. you know. I try – I know sometimes it's hard to hear, you know, critiqued. But, you know, if, if it's like – if it's coming from a good place and they're helping you get better, then I love to hear yeah. that. Nice. Because at the end of the day, I yeah. mean, as a photographer, you just want to be, you know, good. You know, you want to walk away from every photo shoot and everything you do, like, feeling good about everything, knowing that you did the best you could. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what um, – so how did you – how did the the bride respond to you uh, throughout the day? I mean, with, you know, she she knowing that this was like your first wedding but it sounds like you did you were able to gain her confidence but how was she with you throughout the day um i think she was just happy that she was finally getting married you know in the 5 years that i've known her you know this is the day that she talked about so she was just that's the difference yeah. between portraits and uh or if you get hired to do like you know i don't know i guess corporate you know portraits or headshots i don't know what they're called like, I feel like she was just happy that it was her day and that I was there, you know, somebody that she knew and that I was doing the best I could, you know, when that's the other thing, too. I didn't I didn't even mention was when I agreed to do the wedding, 
you know, I only agreed to do just the ceremony and family portraits. And so I guess, you know, I wanted to do more for her. You know, I remember thinking like, okay, I want to be there all day, you know, not only for her, but also like this may be something, you know, since this is my first wedding, like maybe it's something I should do just so I could learn from it too. Yeah. So because I was there all day, you know, and all night, um, she was just happy I was there. Yeah. You know, she would always ask me, are you okay? <laughs> do you, do you, do you want me to do something? Should I look at the camera? Do you want me to tell the bridesmaid something? Like she was just happy. And that's what made my life easier. Just cause like, um, you know, I, I guess in my head, like when I think about shooting weddings, like I feel like it's such a stressful day too, you know? You know, I remember you telling me when you got married how crazy it was. And so, like, I think maybe I had that, you know, misconception that I thought, like, it's such a stressful thing. Like, maybe that bleeds into the day of. And I'm sure she was uh, stressed out. Maybe I'm sure I knew I know she was stressed out. But the day of, I think she was just so happy, you know, and I'm there. I'm her friend. We're taking photos, you know. She, she was just happy with me there, yeah. and that made my life easier for sure. I think you couldn't have asked for a better situation because I mean, sometimes the brides it is a, a putting together a wedding is very stressful, and sometimes that does bleed into the day. And if you continue doing weddings, you'll see that you know you might come across a wedding where that's more of a case. You know, you might have a more stressed out bride or. You know, I mean, you're going to run into all kinds of situations, but I think you couldn't have asked for a better wedding to be at. It sounds like your bride really appreciated just you being there and um, her responding that way to you. You know, you were able to, like, be comfortable with what you were doing, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think uh, I remember, like, at, at one point she was even like, um, she was like, yeah, you know, uh, you could just go home. You don't have to do the reception. <laughs> and I was like, what? No. Like, I told you I was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you've had a long day. You don't have to do it. It's just we're just going to cut the cake and do the, bu- the bouquet toss, you know. And I was like, no. I was like, look, I'm your friend. I told you I was going to do this. I don't want to miss a moment. Like, stop telling me to go home. I even, <laughs> I, I even remember, like, at the end of the night when I did tell her I was finally going home. She was just like, oh, my God, like, you shouldn't have stayed. Like, you, we just needed you for the, the ceremony, you know, family portraits. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, look, I'm, I'm just happy I was here to do, you know, do this for you, you know. So, you know, don't feel bad. Like, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think she even messaged me, like, the other day about how happy she was that I was able to do it. And I was like, what? <laughs> you paid me. <laughs> you paid me, too. Like, it wasn't like I did it for free. Like. You know, I was there. Sorry, my phone started ringing. No, but yeah, she she was just happy I was there. And that made my life a lot easier, yeah. for sure. I wasn't as nervous. And I feel like anything I give her, like she, not that I'm just going to not give her good stuff, but yeah. I feel like anything I give her, she's going to love. And that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you went above and beyond, man. And I mean... And any bride would appreciate that. And there's always there's always a way to go above and beyond, you know, at, at any 
with any wedding that you do. So I think you took the right approach. And as long as you're, you always have that kind of intention to, you know, like please the bride or the bride and groom, then you'll usually just come across these kinds of situations where they're like super happy with everything that you did. You know, uh, what were, what were some of the challenges that you faced throughout the day? Do you remember anything that like you came across where you were like, Oh man, I didn't expect that. Or that was a little bit, you know, just something that you didn't expect, I guess. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I mean to come back to, uh, so the first time I shot uh, a video, you know, for a wedding, uh, I didn't know there were so many rules regarding like a, a Catholic wedding. So I think I was overprepared. Like I remember thinking like, okay, this is another Catholic wedding. I'm not going to get yelled at this time. <laughs> I know, you know, I have to have the, you know, I, I just have to know where to be and try not to walk around, you know. So I think. Well, and, and just so the listeners know, uh, you're referring to a story <laughs> that I told about your first time shooting a, a wedding film the, the week prior where you went to a Catholic wedding and <laughs> you were getting yelled at by yes. the usher there. You can you guys can listen to that in uh, I think it's uh, part two of uh, my my talk with Stephen Van Elk. So if you guys want to hear that story, but go ahead. go on. <laughs> Sorry. It's a funny story. No, no, no. That, that's cool it makes sense that way people can understand yeah. but yeah i mean really you know i think i was over prepared so i remember like uh once i got to the church uh i remember like going okay i'm gonna go talk to you know i don't know should i call him the father or priest i'm still not sure like yeah the priest like, priest so I, I remember thinking like i gotta talk to him you know i'm gonna go to him and apologize and be like hey i may get up and move i'll try not to do it and so when I got there, you know, I walked in there and, oh, my God, he, he came up to me and he was so nice. And he told me, look, you could take as many photos as you want. You could walk around as long as you don't walk onto the altar or the stage. I don't know what yeah, it's called. The altar. And he goes, I don't care if, it, if your camera makes noises or if it has flashes. Like, you want me to do this and that. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> now this is easy? Like, what happened? <laughs> what happened last time? You know, Jesus. Yeah. So, so then I thought, like, oh, cool. Um, so I think that was, like, something that I was, like, worried that was going to be an issue. You know, just because, like, you know, I want to capture those you know the close-up of the kiss yeah i still wasn't able to get it just because like the way this church the way it was set up like they were like more they were further into the stage yeah and that's the other thing i was gonna i've been thinking about is getting like a longer lens you know like a 70 to 200 yeah just because i do want that close-up of the the first kiss i mean i got i got the photo and i looked at it i just want to get a close more of a close-up photo next time i do a wedding but that was the only thing that I thought was going to be, like, I guess, an issue. Yeah. And it, or something I was going to have to, like, deal with. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was, like, amazing. Like, oh, my God. I remember, like, after the ceremony, he he came up to me again and was like, so was I good? You know, did I give you opportunities to, you know, take <laughs> photos? And I remember, like, what? This guy's amazing. <laughs> Can I shoot weddings here every time? Like, Okay. But no, I shook his hand and I was like, wow. Like, hey, that's just the difference b- 
between, uh, you know, good, you know, like nice, good human beings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I just hope that every time I do, if I do more weddings, and maybe I will, that it's like that every time. Well, but I, I remember yeah. when it first happened, I remember thinking like, what? There's rules? I didn't know this. <laughs> and I was like, I thought I could just walk around. Like, not that I was going to cross the street, you know, get up into the priest's face or walk behind. Like, I wasn't planning on doing that. But when I sh- when I shot the video wedding, you know, when they told me, like, you could only be in this side or this side, I remember thinking, like, what? I'm not going to be able to get anything. Like, <laughs> it's just too far away. Yeah. So... I just hope every wedding from here on out, I hope it's like this. Really, I do. I think it's good that you got to see, you know, both ends of the the spectrum. You know, you got to see how, like, uh, how a bad situation can get really bad. And then the the difference between everything just going, like, a lot more smoother than you would expect. Exactly. No, I agree. I remember, like, uh, when I finally agreed to do, you know, this wedding. That was like one of the first things I asked. I was like, hey, you know, is this a Catholic wedding? And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay, what are the rules? <laughs> I was like, I need to know if there are rules <laughs> so I can prepare for this. It scared you the first time, man. <laughs> yes, I was scared just because, like like I said, you want to do a good job. And if, you know, that's part of being a good wedding photographer is like understanding, like, you know, these rules and, you know, how to shoot one and how to overcome these things. Yeah. So that was my thing. Like, I was like, you know what? Like, I know if there's another Catholic wedding, I know that I'll have to plan, you know, better. Or yeah. maybe, like, talk to the priest maybe before and be like, hey, look, I know you you have rules and I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be disrespectful. But, you know, I still have to do my job. And if there's any way we could kind of work on something, like, maybe I could walk during this part of the ceremony. But luckily for this one, like, it just worked out perfectly. Yeah. Like, I took, like, a billion photos and I walked around. I still try to, you know, not be – that's the other thing. I still don't know, like, you know, if I'm overshooting or if I should just do this or stay on one side, you know, because it's still, like, a, you know, it's a ceremony. You don't want to be in everyone's, you know, way. They're yeah. watching – their daughter or you know their niece or family member get married so that's the other thing i was thinking about like when i was shooting the wedding i was like oh my god maybe i'm walking around too much like i'm distracting everyone yeah but nobody said anything so i think i'm good no i think you did good man um so what did you so what did you like about weddings and uh are you going to try to shoot more weddings I think um, I think the reason why I liked doing the film or the video for a wedding was because you're able to craft the story, you know, like have the beginning, middle and end, you know, and you're able to, you know, the way you edit and the type of music, you know, you they could, you know, it brings out the emotions, you know, I think every good filmmaker, you know, wants to you know, do something where people get emotional or they feel something. Yeah. So even though this was just photos, you know, as I'm editing the photos and I'm going throughout the day, I do like that you could see like, you know, even though it's, they're not moving images, you know, you still see a story. And I feel like, you know, that's what I'm liking right now. You know, 
I know that like maybe in the future I would maybe lean more towards filming weddings as opposed to uh, taking photos. But, you know, if, if the people that see my photos, you know, the bride and groom and, you know, hopefully they have kids. If they could, you know, see the emotions, you know, the story of how, you know, they got married that day. I think that's what feels good about, you know, shooting weddings. And you should also know that um, when the bride and groom do see their photos, when you get them back to them, they are going to get emotional and, you know, they're going to be happy with the work you did. So uh, with with the what you're talking about in regards to the wedding film, that's emotion that that you feel right off the bat because you're actually like seeing you know, the outcome of what you did. Um, I think with photography, you know, you usually have to like wait for a response from them unless you like do some kind of like viewing party with them or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you should know that when you get these photos over to them, they're also, you know, when, when Maria and I got our wedding photos back, we, we actually made time to sit down and like, okay, we're just going to sit and go through all our wedding photos today. And it was an emotional ride to go back and relive our day. So you should know that that is something that couples go through. They're going to sit down and go through their wedding photos that you give back to them together. And it's, and they're going to be able to relive that moment. You may not be able to see that now, uh, but you should know that that is going to happen. And uh, that's also very gratifying too. Wow. Yeah. No. Wow. I hope so. I really, um, I really hope that they like the photos and I mean, with anything I do, I just really want people to like them. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I really hope they like the photos and, you know, hopefully, you know, if I do more weddings, like I just want to keep doing a good job. If, if people, if I could, if they could get emotional for my photos, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you want. Yeah. Well, I think for your first wedding, man, it sounds like you did a great job. You you know, you you went into it with great intentions and you already do great photography work. So oh, you. I have no doubt that, you know, they're going to be very happy with your work. So I'm excited to see what, what you produce. And you really, you know, I hope you share some of those photos on, on the Facebook group as well. Oh, for sure. Um, I will. Um, I think... Uh, Hopefully I'll get them done soon and then I'll, I'll start posting something. Um, but I think I would have not been able to do it without definitely your advice. I think, uh, I was lucky enough to like, you know, know someone like you who's done it for so long. But I mean, I was only able to do a good job. I feel because I was able to talk to you and you gave me good advice and you kind of like, you guided me. Like I, I remember like, uh, Every time I would message you, because I'd be sitting there going like, wait, what? Like, am I ready for this? Wait, I have a question. Let me ask. <laughs> and I think at work, I would message you. And I'm like, am I bothering this guy too much? Like, at some point, like, I should just just do it. Like, you know, I have enough advice from you. I should, you know, I should be able to do it. But I think I, I still felt like I was bothering you. So I apologize if I like. No, nah, man, you know, you know, you're never bothering me. I was but, like, oh, my God. But <laughs> even even in talking to you leading up to this, like you can tell you were building your confidence, confidence up. You had questions, but you were also answering your own questions. So I think you that's true. You were good to go, man. Yeah. No, but I mean, if anybody that listens to this, like, really, I think, you know, whether they're listening to your podcast or another podcast, you know, I hope that 
you know, it helps them really. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I don't think anybody should go into something like this thinking like, oh, well, let's just see if it works, you know, only because um, I've had people come up to me, you know, and they have told me like, I wish I would have known you when my sister got married. I wish I would have like known you when I got married because I feel like you would have done a better job than, you know, this photographer that I hired, yeah. you know, and I'm like, wow, like, I don't know how anybody could go into a wedding just going like, well, let's see how it works out. Like. I think it's such an important day in that person's life for the family and them. But, you know, obviously talking to you, like you kind of, you definitely helped me out. Like, and I still don't think I would have been able to done it without like, I think there was like a moment or two during the day that I was like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me call Ulysses. He'll tell me what to do. He never called me. I know. And you were sick. You were still sick. Still, I was feeling sick. And I was like, oh, I don't even know. Like, I think you were busy too. I think you were shooting a wedding too. And I was like, oh my God. I sometimes forget you shoot weddings. Like, And like, I call you and I'm like, this guy doesn't answer his phone. <laughs> my damn best friend needs to answer his damn phone. I have a question for someone. Well, I'm excited to see you uh, continue to you know, progress in your photography. And uh, I hope that you continue to pursue weddings because um you know i mean for me i love shooting weddings and they're exciting and just having somebody else to you know talk about weddings with um that would make me happy uh so yeah i hope you keep doing it man uh where where can people find your your work um i don't have a website uh i do plan on getting one but yeah. for now just instagram um it's a g underscore Gatavel. And you'll see just a bunch of what I do. Um, So I don't know. Hopefully I'll continue to do more stuff and my stuff will get better. And if people want to, you know, follow me or if they want to give me advice, you know, I'm definitely down to hear anything really. Nice. I'll I'll have a link. uh, I'll have the link in the show notes so people can reach out to you. And dude, I really just appreciate you, uh, sharing your story, you know, shooting a wedding for your first time and your thoughts and, you know, how, how you feel about the whole thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, no problem. Like I said, I only did it cause you, you were able to help me. I think if I didn't have you, I, I don't know if I would have actually taken, Oh, I don't think I would have done. I may, I may have, I may have, I would have done this wedding, but I don't know if I would have felt comfortable as I did. But I think after doing this wedding and talking to you and, think i think i'd be for sure i'd be open to shoot more weddings they come my way thanks again guys for listening to another episode of the podcast don't forget to subscribe rate and review scroll down to the bottom leave a five-star rating Uh, leave me a review let me know what you think about the podcast Uh, leaving a rating and a review helps other people find the podcast so please go ahead and do that to help support the podcast Um, also you can find me on twitter at del toro photo you can find me on instagram at wedding photo podcast you can reach out to me there if you guys have topics or something you guys want to discuss about uh, wedding wedding photography related you can also now join the facebook group and um, all the links to all of this are in the show notes below so go down there and check it out and uh, thanks again for listening to another episode guys we will see you on the next one